You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, December 1st, episode 3314, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. I saw three horses come running in on Christmas Day in the morning. They want to listen to Glenn and Jamie on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Who wouldn't want to listen to horses in the morning? Thank you. Thank you to Robin Donahue for that one. Wow. <laughs> she can I sing. I couldn't get my voice that high if you paid me. <laughs> she did that for us years ago. I went back into the archives for that one. So today in the show, author Hillary Walker is going to stop by to tell us about her book, A Perfect Christmas and Other Horse Stories. Uh, we're going to be going into... <laughs> We're going to be shopping today. It's the 33 gifts for every equestrian in your life. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be great. But this is put out by Good Housekeeping Magazine. so Maybe not. <laughs> we're going to see what Good Housekeeping has to say. And uh, I have a, we both have dog stories, and we're going to do some really bad ads. Plus, in the Auditor Post Show, it's once a year, every year, we talk about the annual naked calendars for 2024. I can't so wait. We're going to go through the list. And, and for some reason, most of them involve farms or equestrian. I don't know why our people like to get naked, but apparently they do. <laughs> so, uh, so we had a Jamie thing happen to us. Two days ago. Of whatever that is, it sounds really good. <laughs> Two days ago, Jennifer was coming home. She's in the neighborhood here, like four or five blocks away from our house. And this dog runs out in the middle of the road and would not move. She couldn't get past it. It just stood in front of the truck. So she said, I finally got out and I went to, you know, shush the dog off the road. And the, do the dog ran around and jumped in the truck. She had left a door open, and it literally jumped in the truck. Oh, is it mom saved me? <laughs> so she's like, well, now i got to bring it home and figure out who the owner is. So I am sitting here on the phone uh, talking to Allison, actually, one of our hosts. And I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden, this I hear the door open, and this dog comes running in my office, scared the crap out of me because we don't have a dog. And then Jennifer comes in following, and we spent the next... Uh, day and a half trying to find this dog's owner. We finally Aww. did, and they picked it up last night, and we're very excited to get their dog back. But Jennifer took it to the vet and had it scanned, but the address and phone number and everything were old. Oh. 
Uh, the dog's 10 years old, and they did it when the dog was like one year old. They, so we found the owner's name, and we managed to track him down on Facebook that way. But uh, there's a good reminder is to uh, update your microchip records for your horses and your dog. If you've moved, if you've changed your phone numbers, we went in, we realized we hadn't updated ours for the horses. So she I went, don't even know which ones my dogs have. Like, all my dogs have different microchips. Same with my horses. Next time you bring them to the vet, just have them read it. They'll tell you. Because it says okay. when they read it, which one it is. So you can find it that way. But uh, yeah, so that's what we did. And and we also learned that vets will read those for free. So that, w- that yeah. was nice. Uh, but yeah, so we had a dog for two days. And it reminded me why I don't want dogs anytime in the near Really? Future. Yes. <laughs> it's just... I mean, he was the sweetest dog ever. He truly was the sweetest dog. Uh, And he really was sweet, but they track so much garbage in from outside. Oh my God, he's not like Chad. (laughs) Homer's in the house and starts scratching Chad's like, stop Oh, and the scratching. Yes, there was endless scratching. Yes, there was Lucas is like, why did you yell at him, Dad? And I'm like, because when Homer scratches... Hair falls on the floor, like diva. <laughs> I mean, there's leaves everywhere. I just forgot. We've been. It's been what two years, maybe, since we had a dog. So you forget how how much is involved with the putting them out and taking them in and all of that. Yeah, tell me about it. And, and I know, I know exactly well, what yeah. that is right now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in just. A <gasps> you do this to yourself. We have four auditor birthdays this weekend, Kara, Angela, Adrian, and Colleen. And three of you had names, last names I'm not going to do. So there you go. Happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a wonderful time. Well, you know, my town, Norman, is a lovely town, but every town has its kind of like seedy, seedy locations, Glenn. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, we have them. Just those neighborhoods tucked back, and you're like, "Oh, that's a scary place." My across the street neighbor is one of those. Um, <laughs> you never know what's going on over there. Why is there somebody at your why gate? Why is at three it that every place you live, it doesn't matter how far out you are, there's always that neighbor. There's always that neighbor. I mean, I had a horse ship out at two in the morning, Glenn, last night. Of course, it can't come in the middle of the day. I had to have the horse ship out at two in the morning. And there's like a car driving up to their house. I'm like, this this can't be good. Anyway, point is, there are seedy areas in this town. And I wanted to give my daily winnie to the member of the household who had what can only be described as a moment of clarity realizing that in their crack house, drug house, whatever house they live in, it was, it was not good. Um, and they realized with a moment of clarity that they probably shouldn't have eight puppies running around on their floor. So they contacted the next door neighbor of yours. No, this is somebody in Norman. Okay. uh, And I know, I know the area and it, I don't go there. Nobody goes there, but they contacted a local Norman animal rescuer uh-huh. and said, we've got these puppies. If you want them, come and get them. So this sweet lady went to this house in Norman and picked up eight puppies. 
and took them all home. And then, of course, somehow I get contacted <laughs> about the puppies. And uh, I said, well, what what are the parents? You know, it, it looks like a tiny border collie. It looks just like my old dog, Brett, like just just tiny little border collie. But I mean, like we weighed her. I took her to the vet yesterday. She weighs six pounds. OK, and like. They said she might be eight weeks. Then she might be four weeks. I, I I'm not quite sure. Um. Anyway, so take her to the vet. She's six pounds. It's so. So I said, what are the parents? What I I need to know what the parents are. And they were like, well, honestly, I didn't see the parents because I was too scared. And <laughs> they just handed the puppies out the door, and I oh. left very quickly with go, my leave. husband. <laughs> Here you go. Bye bye. And she's like, so I have no idea what the parents were. Well, at least they didn't um, dump them, and they actually. Did the right thing that way. Exactly. Like I said, like somebody had a moment of clarity and they contacted somebody to come and get these puppies. And somehow I got tagged and now I have a new puppy. <laughs> okay. So how many dogs is that? Crazy dog lady? It doesn't matter, Glenn, how many dogs. <laughs> it's how full my heart how is. How did you get this through the, through Chad? Uh, yeah. The well, firewall. It's not important. It's not important. So he's actually wanted a border collie. And I was like, uh, so Dude, it's part we... border collie and something else. Uh, it, it, it might be part border collie. <laughs> it kind of has the markings of a border collie. Let but... me guess. It's also half pit bull because that seems it's to either, be the trend. <laughs> it's either border collie pit or border collie chihuahua. We haven't figured it out. We <laughs> did Google like uh, all the, we Googled all the border collie mixes. And then what it looks like the most is a border collie jack. Russell, oh, <laughs> like oh my god, the intensity of that dog. Is <laughs> Those two together? Crazy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I've got a doggy DNA kit on the way. I mean, like we got her yesterday, and already we're like, oh god. Now I did have- see a picture. She is cute as a Dickens. Yes, yes, I said, and she is so much tinier than Homer. And I brought her in the house, and Homer is like. That's my sister, and I love her so, so much. He loves her so, so much. <laughs> I love her, love her, love her. So she is here, and um, we had to come up with a name for her, you know, fairly quickly, because you want to start teaching them their name and stuff. And so um, in honor of Zenyatta, my my dog, who we lost this year, okay, you're going to have to Google this because I know you're not going to know who it is, but we have now officially named her Winks, W-I-N-X. It is when it, it's an it's like an Australian super horse. She won thirty three in a row. She is just the you, mo- you most amazing. Winks, and you get uh, all of these anime characters. Oh, really? W I N X Club. W I N X. Apparently, it's oh. an animated series produced by Rainbow Spa, Spa and Nickelodeon. Obviously, that is exactly who is that. What your dog looks like? These this redhead right here. Let's Google Wink's horse. (laughs) Okay, Okay, there she is. (laughs) So I was wondering for a minute, like your dog has a redhead. (laughs) Well, we were like, you know, we got to name her something. The horse is kind of redhead. So (laughs) yeah, and so we named her Wink's, and so Wink's was an Australian super horse, and I remember she ran in like 2015. We followed her career here, and we played some of her races on the show, and. I just, she's, it's a perfect name for her because she's just like, Winks, okay, Winks, great. <laughs> and she, you know, what's funny about having a dog like that uh, is seeing how the survival mechanism kicks in um, because we have a big bowl of water outside. And again, she is tiny, but 
we have a big bowl of water and she doesn't drink from the bowl. But what she does is she finds a puddle. Like it's been really rainy for uh, yesterday. It rained all day and she didn't drink out of the bowl. She would go find puddles and drink out of puddles. I'm like, Oh, like that just clued to me, like how the survival mode that this puppy has been in. And to be fair, she's very sweet and very affectionate and very appreciative. Um, do you know how hard it is to pick one puppy? Out of eight, Glenn. <laughs> Do they all look exactly the same? No, th- no, some were fluffy. There's a few dads involved, um, I would imagine. <laughs> but some were fluffy. Some were, hey, she's short hair, black and white, like border collie looking, but with short hair. It's, I Again, I don't know what we have. I have no idea what we have. <laughs> um, but the, some were fluffy and all black and some look like kind of like shepherdy kind of, I, I don't know. They all looked very different. Can um, I use so, the picture you sent me? The one, yes. the one with, I assume it's Homer. That's Homer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'll yeah. use that picture for the show notes today. This is a tiny dog. It's tiny. I mean, smaller than Homer's head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tiny, but you know, I just, I, I, you know, the, we, Against my better judgment, it worked out, but we bought our last dog. And I was like, I can't buy a dog again. Like, there's just too many. And when I saw this come up and and she needed to to place all these crack house puppies, I've got my own first crack house dog, Glenn. Yay! (laughs) Well, I don't know. A couple of your other ones might have come from crack houses in the past. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I have a crack house guinea pig, but other than that, like... Oh, that's First right. It's the dog. guinea pig. I, I knew there was something that came from a crack house. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like you hang out at crack houses a lot, actually. I swear. Well, uh, you know what? Those are the ones that need the animals that need the most help, bless their heart. But yeah, I, I can't believe, like I said, somebody surrendered these puppies and just didn't dump them somewhere. So, uh, you know, I, I told the lady we got the puppies from, I was like, if you ever talk to them again, number one. I will help them spay or neuter the parents of this dog, first of all. Second of all, please thank them for reaching out and doing the right thing as opposed to putting them in a bag on the freeway. You know, that happens all the time here. There's dogs that are dumped under one particular bridge on the freeway. And so there's constantly people always going over there and finding dogs and trying to rehome them. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm very happy that she was able to find a home. And now Winks is part of the family. No going back. Well, congratulations, I think. I'll ask Chad Uh, if I should congratulate you. Oh, he loves her. And she's so tiny that she's not really old enough to, like like Homer, when we got him, he was eight weeks old and we put him in the crate and he slept all night. No, no, not this one. Not this one. So far, it's three times a night. We've had her two nights now, and it's like one o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock. <laughs> Take her out. So, so you never did ask the answer to the original question. Oh boy! Or should I just move on? Are you going to ask me how many? Yeah, I yeah. wanted to see if you crossed the four crazy dog ladies. Why don't lady? you just ask me if I'm pregnant <laughs> or something? Like, how much do you weigh? It's just rude. How many horses do you have? Okay, everybody in Jamie speak. That means she's crossed the four crazy dog lady into that category. That's we're that not means. discussing. That's Move the cra- on. That's the Jamie speak right there. This was my daily Winnie to the owner of a crack house. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. I found this uh, list in Good Housekeeping, and I thought it's Good Housekeeping. How how good could this be? Um, it's a list of thirty three gifts for every equestrian in your life, because that's where everybody turns uh, to find equestrian gifts. Is Good Housekeeping? I actually subscribe to it to get my equestrian gift ideas. <laughs> First of all, it's still a thing. 
Good housekeeping. That was the that was the one thing that jumped out at me is that it's still a thing. My mom used to get good housekeeping every month to the house. I don't even know if they do a magazine anymore. Anyway, you want to hear about some of these things? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's the Dawhood Direct Horse Outdoor Wind Chime. It's an outdoor okay. wind chime with a horse. Uh, I just looked at the link. Seventeen dollars for that for that baby. It's an Amazon choice item. And can we talk about how much I despise wind chimes? I can. I don't like them either. And wind chimes. I just they drive me insane. And the neighbor at the new place has one. And fortunately, the house is far enough away. I don't hear her fourteen wind chimes on her porch because she does. With wind chime people have more than one. They don't have just one wind chime. They have okay. Well, everybody now knows what to send Glenn for <laughs> <Yeah>. Christmas. <laughs> and all hate mail can go to Jennifer at horseradionetwork dot com. Who also, by the way, does not like wind chimes. All right, number two on their list is the Foster and Rye Horseshoe Countertop Wine Rack. How much is this thing? I kind of think the horseshoe wine racks have been around for a long time. $45 for the horseshoe what? wine rack. What? It's six horseshoes. And it holds three bottles. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, I this one's been around a long time. Good housekeeping's just catching up on that one. Here's one. The Union Rustic Mauer Horse Jockey Flask. So it's a flask. With just a horse jockey imprinted on it, basically. A horse jockey? Uh, Who horse says jockey. horse jockey? <laughs> Nobody says horse jockey. Let me see how much that is. Uh, it's thirty four ninety nine. It's affordable if you want your horse jockey imprinted on your flask. Then there's the Roller Rabbit. These are companies and product uh, brands I've never even heard of. There's the Roller Rabbit Horse Print Footy. It's a okay, it's pajamas. It's a one. Oh, you you like that one? The one well, piece. Well, I had a baby. It's oh. it's. It's footy pajamas for oh. a baby, isn't it? Yeah, and it's Saks Fifth Avenue, and unfortunately, it's no longer available. Oh, they camp. sold out of the, <laughs> the the horse print onesie. I was, yeah, yes, they did. All right, the uh, there's a couple of ornaments which are just boring, and <clears throat> there's the Arthur Court horse wine bottle stopper, and I think we've all seen that one. It's twenty two dollars for the horse wine bottle stopper. It looks like stopper. a chess piece with yeah, a it does look kind of like a chess piece horse. That's what I was going to say. Good observation there, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> There's some jewelry that's kind of boring because it isn't, uh, you know, it isn't Kelly Heard. Um, oh my god, <laughs> I have number nine. Chad gave me number oh, nine for you're Christmas. You're kidding! Like I was going to make ago. fun of that endlessly. It, <laughs> I made fun of it endlessly, too. I think it's in my desk right now. Hold on. Tell everybody what it is. Okay, it's the, I don't even know how you say it, the Inzinks memo holder. It's this really Trojan-y, fat, horse-looking thing that you put your, your you know, your yellow sticky memos in and has a place for a pencil out its butt and apparently can hold that? a memo in its mouth. It's from Where did you here. get that, Chad? It looks like Amazon for $9. He really went all out for you that year. $9, babe. That was high dollar gift right there. Yeah, it's like a, it like holds post-it notes and it's a horse. And I remember I opened it up and I was like, what? Thanks. <laughs> this is awesome. It will hold two packs of post-it notes apparently. So well, there you go. Uh, sorry, everybody wants that. It. it was great, honey. I loved it. All horse <laughs> people love really ugly shaped horses that hold post-it notes. The next mm. one, number 10. By the way, any horse husband that's listening to this, everything we're talking about here is things not to get your horsey person, okay? <laughs> you make it the exact opposite. This is the Barber Beadnell Wax Jacket. 
This is also at Saks Fifth Avenue because that's where I do all my horsey shopping. And this uh, barber, is that how to say it, barber? 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 Yeah. Yeah, barber. Barbour. Bar- bar- I don't know. It's expensive. It's $400 for this. What? Yes. It's a barn jacket. I know. It's... Who spends $400 on a barn jacket? <laughs> you were the one. By the way, we had comments from people. Remember you talked about you bought your jeans before you went to New York? And you yes. spent $70, the most you've ever spent. I've never spent $70 for and, a pair of jeans And there were a lot life. of people saying, wow, you got off cheap. Jeans are like $200. I, I, I know that now because when I told Debbie, who's from California, I was like, I paid $70 for jeans. She was like, and that's bad? Like, <laughs> <laughs> And then I started looking. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cheap, actually, for jeans. I mean, I wouldn't pay that for jeans. I'm going to go to the Gap. On, you know, Black Friday, and I'm going to get like four pairs of jeans or Old Navy and get four pairs of jeans that are like, oh, my God, 19.99 piece. Or I'm going to go to Goodwill and buy jeans. I think we've made fun of these before. Number 12, the Lauren by Ralph Lauren Bernadine Leather Riding Boots. These are Ralph Lauren Leather Riding Boots, and unfortunately, they're currently unavailable. Oh, Uh, They've sold out of the... Of the Ralph Lauren riding Did you read the description? It says, while not made for actual riding, (laughs) any horse lover would adore this equestrian-style boot. (laughs) No. No. no, (laughs) Okay, I have number 13. My brother gave me that. No, you don't. I do. Okay, I don't even know what the hell it is. What, What is it? It's well, it's like a carving into wood and it's a lady like holding a horse. It's a willow tree, which is like a collectible kind of carving thing. But my willow tree is not a plaque. It's like a little trinket box. And so that is the top of my trinket box. Well, I have nothing in it. Right I hate now. to tell you this, but your brother spent more than your husband. <laughs> How much is it? $24. Oh, man, breaking the bank. <laughs> like two and, and a half times more than your Josh husband. Spent more than you. <laughs> just say he just rolled his eyes at Okay, me. here's another thing that I've never spent a lot of money on. I'd be interested to hear your version of this. You spent $70 on jeans, which, to be honest, don't know if I've ever spent $70 on jeans. But um, this is the B-Low and Below the belt, Frank belt. I I don't even know the name's correct. It's below the belt, women's Frank belt. It's the dumbest ass name ever. It just looked like a cheap (laughs) black belt. Yeah, it does, except it's $164. Oh, well, I definitely want it now. I don't think I've ever spent... I've bought good leather belts in the past at good leather stores, and I maybe spent 50 Maybe. But I don't. I've never spent over hundred dollars. Okay, on a number belt. fifteen is a denim shirt. That's weird. Number sixteen Wait a is a Let horse me see blanket. The price of the denim shirt. Oh, oh it's yeah, not available. Oh, bummer. Number sixteen. I would love that. Yeah, the horse blanket. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a good fleece. A good yeah. Warm and the blanket. horses on this one aren't totally weird like some of these blankets. Are. They're not Tennessee walking horses. <laughs> well, you can tell your husband if he'd like to pony up a little more than $9. <laughs> this one is $39. Oh, never mind. Too expensive. <laughs> more jewelry. Then there's the Hunter Original Refined Chelsea Boots, which are paddock boots, I guess. Yeah, they look like um, they look them. like Dublin's. Hunter or original. Blundstones. I, I, like Blundstones. My guess oh. is somewhere in the description that's going to say not for for actual horse riding. Is it is it rubber? They're like rubber Blundstones. That's weird. Yeah. Um, yes, vulcanized rubber. 
So they're muck boots. Uh, I I think they're one hundred twelve dollars. Oh by the way, so oh my god, I have number nineteen as well. <laughs> it was a gift. <laughs> Somebody shops a good housekeeping. <laughs> I mean, they're just generic. Like people just buy you generic things with horses yes. on them. Oh, this is a horsey heart, Jamie, on a cutting board. What yes, I ha- listen. I want to tell everybody right now. PSA: Stop buying me cutting boards. <laughs> I've got an Oklahoma shaped cutting board. I've got like a special wood cutting board that somebody made. I've got cutting boards that have. I mean, every I've uh, stop it. Glenn, you send me a cutting board. Yeah, but that one had HRN on it. That ca- uh-huh, that didn't count. Yeah, that thing, and that was made it. by my brother. So I know that sure. was. I'm just telling you, that I was a personally cutting made cutting board. Sorry, I didn't mean to slam your gift. I mean your cutting board that you gave me is my favorite. I obviously. knew it would be. <laughs> I I can't find a price on the Lululemon uh, jacket they recommend here. Million dollars is Lululemon. <laughs> it doesn't say, so I guess if let me add it to the bag. Uh, please select a size. Okay, I'm going to select a size, add it to the bag. Let's see how much Lululemon. It's 160 is. bucks minimum. Uh, no, this one's only 118. Oh my god! It's like it's free. <laughs> and then there's the the uh, Ralph Lauren uh, pony mesh polo shirt for Ben. Let me see how much they're going. Hundred dollars. Okay, for I've never shirt? spent a hundred dollars on a polo shirt in my life. <laughs> uh, let us see. We got some books. Um, oh, Pin Mart Western Cowboy Boot Enamel Pin, which is really ugly. And then there's the Cable Wool Crew Neck Sweater. How much is that pin? It's it's like a a pin you would like wear yeah. on your lapel, yeah. and yeah. it's a very unattractive. One hundred forty nine dollars for this. <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> it's not even gold or diamonds or anything. <laughs> Kelly Heard looks really good right now. <laughs> it really does. And this goes list goes on and on and on and on and on. It's just crazy how much. Oh, here's some horse napkin set of four at Bloomingdale's. Uh, holy crap! What is it made out of? It's four napkin jewels. Handcrafted design features an elegant, whimsical horse silhouette presented in a luxury gift box. I would hope so. For $250. Yeah, I don't have that one. You notice (laughs) a trend, all those super cheap ones that were. Yes, I, I noticed that nobody bought you the $400 jacket or the $250 napkin rings. Well, there you go. There's the shopping recommendation list by Good Housekeeping. I'll have to try and find some more people who shouldn't be recommending horse stuff to horse people. Or or find more people to buy me things off this list since I had (laughs) more than my fair share. You know what you do want is some products from Kentucky Performance Products because they keep your horse healthy. Let's hear about those and then we're going to come back. Oh, God, I got my vitamin E's in today. Did you? Yeah? Yes. Okay, good. You didn't run out then. And you buy it like by the 55-gallon drum. So. Well, the vitamin E powder, I have to get in the five-pound. That's the biggest one that they have. So I got two. <laughs> right. Everybody's on it. After that, we're going to hear from author Hillary Walker, who has a Christmas book out that's kind of funny. We're going to talk about that. Frequently Asked Questions brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. I know my older horse will benefit from a joint supplement, but can it help my younger horse too? Yes, it can. The joints of young horses experience daily wear and tear that can lead to joint degeneration over time. A well-balanced joint supplement provides the building blocks necessary to support healthy cartilage and synovial fluid so horses stay sounder longer. 
joint armor is the product of choice for younger horses. It provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Joint armor is herb-free, so there is no worry about it testing in show horses. Betsy sent us the following comments after she started her five-year-old quarter horse mare on joint armor. My vet recommended I try joint armor. After 10 days, I couldn't believe the difference. She is now floating across the arena and willingly forward with impulsion and suspension. I am thrilled. She is happier too. Ears up and a soft eye. Thank you for such a great product. You can learn more about Joint Armor at kppusa.com. Got questions about your feeding program? We can help. Email Karen at questions at kppusa.com or call us at 859-873-2974. Well, we have we we are trying to keep up the Christmas spirit here on the show now that we're through Radiothon and we can you believe we're into December already? And we have author Hillary Walker on with us and she wrote a book called A Perfect Christmas and Other Horse Stories. Hey Hillary. Hi. Where are you? Nice located? to meet you. Um, actually, right now I'm in uh, Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. Oh, I know wow. I don't sound as if I belong here, but um, yes, okay, I'm from <laughs> England originally. <laughs> but my husband's American and he's retired. And this is the only place in America we could agree on to retire to. <laughs> I think that's funny. Do you have horses now? I have one horse. We used to have a lot of them, but now I'm down to the one, natural attrition. And um, I keep wait a him minute, off wait island. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's the name again? No, no his, 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 his natural attrition. That's kind of the way yeah. it goes. <laughs> yes, yes, unfortunately. I thought um, the horse's had... name was natural attrition. I was well, going to I, that. I'll, Well, I think I need that for a, for a book later on down the road. I'll bear that in mind. Um, <laughs> Can you no, keep his name horses is on the Bay. island, Hillary? There, there is actually a barn, uh, but it's on the southern part of the island, and it's very crowded. It's hard to get in, um, and the stores, you know, they, they, they just they don't have a lot of room. Mm. And I also, we do get hurricanes down here, so when they threaten, that poor barn has to take absolutely every animal out of there and off island, even if there's a threat. So um, I keep my horse off island where he's, he's a bit further inland and he's not under so much threat of having to move even further inland when the hurricanes come by. Well, what's the name? Of, well, first of all, tell us tell us about your horse. The one, okay. The uh, one that's left. <laughs> the one that's left, yes. Um, well, I bred him. I had his mother. And um, in this, the perfect Christmas and other horse stories, there are several stories about her. A couple of them are actually true stories. And one of them about how I got her. She was a freebie. And she was an absolute witch when I got her. But um, over time, we just gelled. And where you normally say three times as a charm, she was my fourth mare. The other three were a disaster, but she we turned out to really just gel, she and I. And she was already 18 when I got her. So I knew she wasn't going to last forever. I thought, well, I'm going to try and breed from her. She was a maiden mare. She never had a fall before. And she took and she had... Her baby when she was 21, her one and only first baby. And, uh, and my husband, we looked at this foal and he was a very weird color. Um, I didn't know what to call him. And my husband just said, well, let's call him Cruise Bay. And that's the main town on the island of St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands. 
and it's the island. It's where we went. Sorry, Cruise Bay. I shouldn't say that. St. John. Um, that's where we went on our honeymoon. So ah. I thought that was a very romantic notion. And so I called him Cruise Bay, and luckily he turned out to be Bay. So that worked out very well. <laughs> what's, so what's the book about? Well, it's a, it's an anthology of short stories, and it starts off with one that I, it's the first short story I ever wrote and put into a competition, and it came second. It was for a farming magazine, and uh, as I as I wrote here, it was it won me second place, and actually earned me some money. And I was on a writing course at the time, which is why I even submitted it. And a fellow course member won because she was a better writer than me. And she penned a relevant story about farming, <clears throat> which is the farming journal. So obviously, um, but they liked it so much. And it was my opportunity to uh, just bring my father in, who was deceased by then at the very end, but also to write a little story about my my son's naughty little pony, uh, who was a, a Welsh mountain of the name of Kim Coat Carlo, who used to sometimes go around clear jumping with my son, who was then five, and most of the time didn't. And um, That's true of most Welsh ponies, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of discovered that a bit late in the day. But our, our groom, we had a groom there because we had about six horses at the time, so I needed help. And our groom had uh, taught him how to go to harness, and so... We got a governess cart and he pulled that. And sometimes he was good in that and sometimes he wasn't. Sometimes he just took off. I don't know anything so I, about that, by the way. Nothing about horses taking off in the cart. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. I, right. Moving on. Um, but I, I did see here one of the stories was that was it that cart you, you actually drove to Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve? I actually, there was fictitious. Ah, I, okay. it, I, I was blending. I was actually blending the last time that the last Christmas I had with my father, which is when I walked in the snow down the road to church with him in England when I was uh, still in England, and um, and then this this pony. I just wanted to immortalize, so I put the two together. Oh, there I put you go. Him and his governor's cart and my my father together because I wanted something to remember them both by. Because I know um, if I did that with Scooter, uh, when I got out of Mass, Scooter would be gone. There wouldn't be any pony left. He'd, he'd have went home by himself. Well, to be honest, probably this one would have done the same thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so it was a good thing. It was just in my imagination. I didn't try it out for real. <laughs> so so this book, what was it just all the short stories you put together then? It was my favorite short stories, um, and I had a second one that I'd written about Christmas, too, so I thought, okay, um, put those two Christmas stories together, and so it would have, so, you know, it would, it would start out with Christmas stories for, for this time of year, and then adding other stories that I had written over time, the ones that um, obviously were to do with horses that people had liked, that had, you know, been well-received. And um, so one of the things I wanted to do as well, I wrote one, actually there are two in here about a horse jumping into a swimming pool. Because You're the one. Um, we cover those yeah. news stories all the time. In the last 14 years, we've had about a thousand horses in pools. So now we know you're the one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, well, because well, what happened was I'd spent the whole, this is Cruise Bay, the one I have now. Um, and, um, by and the way, the police spent... are coming for him. You yeah. better run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm not that far from the road. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, well, what happened was I, I'd spent the best part of the year teaching this horse 
to go on different surfaces because he was he's he, he's oh, a bit no. of a scaredy cat. I mean, he's 23 now, but even just yesterday he pulled it, he pulled away from the cross ties. He, he he managed to take off the entire halter without the cross ties breaking. I mean, it was it was interesting. Uh, he just has these moments, and so I was teaching him to just walk on any surface. And so what happened was he got so confident that he and the other two horses I had at home at the time managed to get through the gate into the air around our swimming pool and it was winter and we had the cover on. Mm -hmm. So I saw him approach the pool and I said, no, no way. I mean, no way. But he just kept walking. He kept walking and then he put his foot on the cover of the swimming pool and he went straight in. He made this huge hole in the cover and went straight in. And thankfully, it was the shallow end because honestly, I'm not sure what would have happened otherwise because, you know, he didn't have the whole pool area to swim in. And he turned around and he panicked, obviously, and um, he was wearing shoes at well, the no, time. Well, he and... isn't the only one that panicked. You panicked too, I assume. That would be heart- oh, that would be heart-wrenching to watch your horse do that. I didn't know what to do because he can't, you know, he was flailing and he, and he had shoes on at the time. And, you know, what are you going to do? Just get kicked? It's, you know, there was, I couldn't pull him out. So, yeah, I, I was just, so please, Cruz, please get out of there. So he, he got his front feet on the edge of the pool because there were no steps at that end and he managed almost to get himself out and then his shoes slid on the concrete and the sparks were flying and he just went straight back in and I thought oh man now what are we going to do and then finally finally he just did a big heave and got himself out and it was bizarre he just shook himself off and the other two horses were just watching they didn't care <laughs> and and he just shook himself off and started grazing I don't believe it. (laughs) It's like like it never happened. But yeah, so then we had a big hole in our cover and had to repair it. But then I have material for a story or two. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You're the one. We've never talked to anybody that actually had the horse in the pool. Oh, gosh, yes. Yes, yes. Like I said, thankfully it was a shallow end because otherwise who knows how that would have ended. So uh, was there another story about a horse in church? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I don't know. This is interesting. I, For some reason, every time I went to Mass on Sunday, I, I kept saying to myself, well, what would happen if I had a show on a Sunday, which I frequently did? What would happen if I drove my horse to church in the trailer, left him in the parking or with plenty of hay and you know, the side door open so you could just see around, went to Mass and then came back and drove to the show because it would save so much time. And this just bugged me, bugged me, this whole idea. And I thought, I just got to write the story. I have got to just think it through what would happen. And so I did. And um, I had a wonderful time writing it. I just imagined him coming through the door into church, terrorizing everybody and the priest telling me to get him out of there. <laughs> and, and then to have everybody trying to chase my horse out and have him go through the pews and uh, just generally cause mayhem. And and then at the very end, this this little kid, I'm actually trying to remember how, well, so what did I write? Oh, no, he'd probably gone up the three stairs and pooped in front of everybody. Yeah, that's the thing. That I really knew that I would worry about him going to the sanctuary right by the altar and pooping. I know that would be a big thing that I'd be worrying about. But anyway, so we finally get him out. And I think, right, that's it. I'm banned from church. Um, but I have to get a mass, and this is the closest one. So the next Sunday, I'll come back to church. 
and um, and of course, people were videoing this on their phones, and it's gone viral. And so the church is really, really full that Sunday after this happened. So it worked out very well for the priest because he got a bigger congregation. That <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. That was the start of Cowboy Church. That's where the idea came from, was your story. We actually have <laughs> one of those here. And uh, uh, in the wintertime, which I live in Florida, so wintertime is our summer, there are a lot yep. of people that take their horses and ride to church. You're kidding uh, me. No, so what do they no. do? Do they sit on them? During, no, they during usually the just tie them up, and then they have they have chairs there they can sit on, but they bring their horses to church. It's, called, it's Cowboy oh, Church. It's outdoor. My... Yeah. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. it's actually not too far from where we bought our new property is, uh, is the Cowboy Church is right up the road. Oh, my uh, gosh. I'd love to go to one of those. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to bring my pony in because I'm still afraid the same thing would happen. <laughs> well, I see it, and my guy would just break away. But even if I rode him there, you know, he'd just break away. Like I said, he did it again yesterday. He hasn't done it forever. and Just well, suddenly panics. Where can people find the book? Um, it's on Amazon, and it's uh, it's both paperback and um, e-book and okay. um, yeah it's 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 a short volume it's uh, not just so 206 pages including the blurb at the front and back okay and it's five it's 599 paperback I just you know I just wanted it to be a, a fun stocking stuffer for people who have our horse lovers or have horse lovers as friends sounds perfect well and we'll put a link to it in our show notes as well uh your website is hillarywalkerbooks.com thank yes. you for joining us today we really appreciate it. And you have a good uh you have a good holiday you too thanks so much all right thanks hillary thanks, talking to you bye-bye well, there you go. Another stocking stuffer to to have for the holidays. I think we're finding lots of good stuff this year. I mean, we look at we had all of that tremendous recommendations from Good Housekeeping. This is actually a good one. You could give this one and get away with it, horse husbands, if you're listening. This is approved. This is a good one. Okay. Let's do some really bad ads, but first, tell us about Purina. All right. Well, we're sponsored by Purina Animal Nutrition with three research-backed ration balancers to fill nutritional gaps in your horse's diet. Enrich Plus delivers a concentrated source of protein, vitamins, and minerals without unnecessary calories. Enrich Plus Senior features ActiveAge prebiotic technology and outlast supplement for aging easy keepers. Omega Match is rich in omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin E, great for horses without access to green grass. Find a ration balancer for your horse at PurinaMills.com slash ration balancers or visit your local feed store. Met one by now. You're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but... Hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. Right, it is time for really bad ads. That time of the month when listeners submit ad, or time of the week rather, when listeners submit ads, and we just have a little bit of fun with them, either from Craigslist or Facebook. And we have some prizes this month, thanks to Equine Network is providing the prizes this month. And well, everybody, let's see. yeah, 
Everybody, I was wanted to say, everybody who has submitted since we did the last prize drawing will be counted in this prizes, and we'll give them away. We'll give them away on the last day of the month, uh, or our last day for the month before the holiday. So, dressage today on demand is worth two hundred and sixty nine dollars. Learn from top experts with dressage today on demand. Complete video on demand dressage training. Whether you're looking into bettering your basics or receiving classical dressage training, or to polish your grand prix movements. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Dressage Today on Demand's 3,800 plus training videos can help you reach those goals. You, there's over 70 experts there as well. So somebody's going to win that. And also we've got Practical Horsemen on Demand. Enjoy hundreds of how-to training videos and insider access to private clinics and lessons with Practical Horsemen on Demand. Watch exclusive interviews and lectures, slow motion demonstrations and step-by-step -step tutorials, top by top level pros in the hunter jumper, show ring, equitation, eventing, all the things. So uh, the dressage today is worth $269, Practical Horsemen worth $240. So that's awesome. Well, our, we have some people that submitted that we're not going to have time to get to today. Margaret, Rosemary, and Melinda. But, uh, Lorene. Good morning. It's Lorene Barden, and I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this is a horse trailer for sale for $1,200. And there is a picture of a trailer. It's out in a field. Doesn't seem to be much around it, but the back tires are almost halfway sunk into the ground. <laughs> and then the front tires are a little bit sunken. So the back tires are so sunk into the ground that the trailer is tipping upwards. And the picture also shows, it just shows one side of the trailer. The roof is really rusted and you really can't see much of anything else. And the ad reads, horse trailer for sale, have good flooring, needs a little TLC. Um, I don't know if it has good flooring because there's no picture of the inside, but I could tell you the outside does need a little more than just some TLC. And um, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to dig those tires out of the mud. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. Good to I know wonder they, how much it was. Yeah, it's twelve hundred fifty dollars. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, way Deal. over our allotted amount. It's for like it's, bad trailers. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Hey, I found one um, when I was looking through horses in Oklahoma. See, all this research that I do uh, on uh, for the show, Glenn, is directly responsible for most of the animals I own, uh, including the puppy. Um, so uh, this one though comes from horses in Oklahoma, and the good news is I can't afford it. So if Otherwise, it sounds perfect. Okay. Horses in Oklahoma. And there's a lot of emojis that to include Christmas trees and carrots and go all, all just all emojis just everywhere. Um, but I'm not going to read those. Just imagine the placement of the emoji, if you will. Christmas gift alert. There's a lot of things that are randomly yelled, like very random. Carrots reduced to five zero zero zero. Video link in comments. Oh God! Helen, nice sleigh queen right here. Papers in hand. A sleigh queen. <laughs> Helen, nice sleigh queen right here. Owners are getting out of horses, so grab yourself a flipping good deal. And grab and deal. I'll cap it. Sunset. Line back. Buckskin. 
aka Dunskin Skin Mare. 14 years young. Stands 14-3. Anyone can ride. Raining. Trained. Many hours in the saddle with this one. Takes a long time to get a good raining foundation. She's. <laughs> it is very random what they picked. <laughs> she's got it. <laughs> Gentle disposition. Kid husband. Horse deluxe. <laughs> Level. Headed. Nice. Papers. <laughs> Old scar on leopard hoof, but is sound and does not require maintenance other than shoes if you plan to ride on gravel. Vet and farrier checked. Sweet as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea how I was going to read this. Like, in my Did head, the button gets stuck every once in a while. <laughs> We're not done. Oh. Uh, let's see. Where did she say sweet as hell? Has had loads of training and riding hours. Loads. Slash baths. <laughs> All the things. I think that's what got me. All the things. Show me a horse just as nice. As her for a better deal. <laughs> Just over mid X is a steal for this mare. Almost done. Come at me with real intent to buy, bro. No tire kickers. This lady <laughs> is busy. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had one that random capitalization. Why? There's such <laughs> random yelling at me. Stop yelling at me. Can you imagine talking to this person? I know. She probably talks just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to perform this. I mean, but I'm going to try. capitalize <laughs> things in an article or story when I'm trying to emphasize something, but her emphasis was on really weird <laughs> and, stuff. And, stuff. <laughs> cut that out. Uh, Hella. <laughs> Nice slay queen right here. Papers and hand. Like, what are you yelling at me for? Okay, go back and just read the capitalized words together. See if it okay. forms a sentence. I'm not going to yell. Yeah, maybe it's a code. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> okay. Alert, hella, slay queen, papers hand. Grab deal, buckskin, young, reigning, foundation, got it. Kid husband, deluxe, level, papers, sound, not sweet as hell. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Sweet hell. Loads, baths, nice deal, steal, come, real intent, bro, fancy. <laughs> Did I say anything? Well, sort of. I mean, that could have been the whole ad and I'd have got the gist, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you literally don't have to read anything but the capital letters to figure out. The next one sent in by Faye uh, from Columbus Horse People, born August 23rd, 2003. Red Dunn Grade Gelding. Coggins is current. Not for beginners will not ride a child. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Source will not ride your child. Currently riding three to five times a week, just not children. Rides Western and rides in a rawhide nose side pull or a snaffle bit rawhide, rawhide nose side pull. Picks up all four feet. 
the same time. Stands for Farrier has always been barefoot and rarely needs feet done. He he keeps them worn down on his own. Mm-hmm. Will stand tied for hours if needed. Great for cowboy church. No, I time out. One. If he stands tied for hours but mm. wears his feet down, do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. He paws. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Loves to play in water tub. But there you go. Has been pastured with the same mare since 2006. Oh, that's going to go well. Has yeah. been loaded in a livestock trailer. Shown in pictures will not load in horse trailer. Well, we don't like those horse trailers. They're too nice. Will not ride near moving vehicles or asphalt. Okay, I love how they always, they always at the end, this is the perfect riding horse, except if you wanted to go on the road or near the road or near asphalt or near any vehicle. Forget any of that. You know how I say geld that stuff? Mm. I'm going to say, train your horse. (laughs) Well, they did say it's not, it will not ride your children. So I think that's well trained, a horse that won't do that. Robin sent this one in. Five-year-old Spanish mare Barry loaded with Spanish stud pearl, period. Vet confirmed 2.5 months pregnant, period. Not the register, period. Only calf, not chair, period. Located in Hollister. Will take trades for any car, period. I can rivet if you busy, period. 6K. What? 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 <laughs> What was that middle part about? Wait, I have to go back. Let's listen to that one again, because I'm not quite sure. I can rivet if you busy. Five-year-old Spanish mare Barry loaded with Spanish stud pearl. First of all, who says loaded with? (laughs) That's just bred to? What? Period. Vet confirmed 2.5 months pregnant, period. Not the register, period. Only calf, not... What? Chair, Period. Located in Hollister. Will take trades for any car. Period. I can rivet if you busy. Period. 6K. I, what I, on earth <laughs> was that? That's bad ad, Robin. Well done. You understood the assignment. <laughs> I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> Ellen sent this one in, and this is all caps. This looks like a Craigslist going to add here. Nice six-year-old quarter horse mare. Okay, then there's no punctuation in this next very brief ad. Awesome young mare for sale cross water go any where you point her level headed all around nice best feet I've ever seen. If you want a plug, go to sale barn, not here. Thanks. <laughs> the horse isn't here, but you'll find one of those at the sale barn. I'm sure they're going to have one. Just like that. I really don't want to, I don't even want to break that down. Next ad. (laughs) Allison sent this one in and it's our trailer of the week. It's a 1972 Logan coach for $3,000. Are you kidding me? You can't even see the whole thing. No, you see part, you get to half of it. You get to see the wheel part. Uh, There's a description. And and this goes along with the rest of the ads we've been having today. Cash on me, all the electronics mostly work. There's a little restaurant. The door tires are good. (laughs) What? Was that a bad translation or just a text Cash, to speech? Cash, cash on me. Cash on me. All the electronics mostly. Work, there's a little restaurant. The door tires are good. Well, sold. I really want that now. <laughs> I've always wanted a restaurant on my door tires. <laughs> and my door, the door tires are great next to the restaurant, so it's perfect. Oh, God. God, there's some just illiterate ads today. We just You totally don't understand them at all. 
What the hell is the next There's one? There's always a theme. Uh, Susanna sent this next one in, and it's photos of somebody absolutely cranking a horse's mouth open so you can see the teeth. And it has its two-year-old teeth, but it obviously doesn't have its three or four-year. It's still got baby teeth. And the ad reads, I got to read this in the Southern accent. There's oh no way God. you can't. <laughs> I just read um, it. <laughs> Big old gentle filly colt under saddle size. One already standing about 15 hands will taper soon. Gated MFT. <laughs> Do you know how many filly colts we've had over the years? We've had so people many still, filly colts. I hear people say that. I'm like, it's not a filly colt. It's either a filly or a colt. <laughs> it's a foal if you want to be general. <laughs> so we've had so many filly colts over the years. And by the way, this is not a filly colt. It's a yearling. God. It's a yearling cult. Philly it's a cult. yearling Philly cult. <laughs> it, a big I guess it's thing. a girl because later on they do go to say her. Soon gated MFT. Under saddle size one already standing. Oh, good. She stands. Uh, What's <laughs> okay. under saddle size one? What's a size one? I don't know. I mean, is that, is that, they've already got shoes God, on this, her. Like, these ads are giving me a headache today. <laughs> I have my brain hurts. Let's finish up. All right. Molly sent this one in. Uh, and it, and it said the title is Selling My Lily with a picture of a brown horse in a field. <clears throat> Between 14.3, not quite 15, I don't believe... Se- uh, There's no punctuation. Again, these are all stupid. For that. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Clear it out. <clears throat> Between 14.3, not quite 15, I don't believe sound healthy, good manners on ground, no kick bite. Hasn't been road lot quite... While we'll need someone to get her <laughs> used to it out there. Not crazy spooky, but just need someone to know that she might plant her feet. Jump if startled. <laughs> okay, that's spooky. Uh, and maybe not. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe not. Medical reasons for selling getting old or slower. The horse or you. Gonna downsize. Come take a look. No hurry to sell. Two pound, pound, pounds. Heart emoji in there. Medical a- reasons for selling, getting older, slower. Again, that could be the horse or the person. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. All right. I don't know. These None of these make any sense. Sarah sent this one in, and it's a picture of a dog. Oh, I'm there's more? Go. I thought that was the last one. <laughs> no, there's, there's two more. They're both mine, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, this is a picture of a dog. You color-coded these, not me. Uh, Humane Society of Wichita County, and it is like a, lo- looks like what my dog's going to look like, but mine is going to be black and white, and it looks like a, like a lab chihuahua. This is Eddie. Eddie is an a-hole. Poop emoji. <laughs> Eddie hates other dogs. He's 17 pounds and could take on a Rottweiler and win. If Eddie had an accent, he would sound like he's from the Bronx wearing a white beater t-shirt and a tattoo that says mom on his arm. If you got into a bar fight, Eddie would back you up and take on all five guys, put his cigarette out on their forehead and not spilling a drop of his beer while doing it. So if you think you are man enough to adopt him, please be our guest. We want Eddie, we want Eddie out of here because he scares our big dog. <laughs> There's always an Eddie. <laughs> oh, Eddie. You want me to uh, do, do the next one? You, you, you can. Go All ahead. Right, Pauline sent this one in. Broke, broke, broke. Spotted saddle gelding and with a thousand exclamation points. Before and after. Broke, broke, broke. He's a family horse. 
12-year-old spotted gelding. Broke, broke, in every way saddle hoss, ride about 12 to 14 mile per hour, stand there all day if he, for you to mount. If he could drive nails, he'd slow his self, has no bad habits, and he's always in your pocket kind of horse for me for more info. If he could... If he could I just, drive just, nails, just stop. I did, none himself. of these make any sense today. What did you, you, you those of you who send them in, do y'all like get together and be like, here, let's really confuse them today. <laughs> let's mess them up today. I really, really want to mess them today. <laughs> it's December. We start to wear out in December and then they send us these ads. My brain hurts. Oh my God. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up and then we're going to talk about naked calendars. That's coming up in the post show. So you don't want to miss that. Wait. Yeah. Hey, just so that. you guys know, just a tr- full transparency, um, I am heading to Florida tomorrow morning to be with my mom. She had some medical issues. So I will not be here Monday. But Glenn, again, thanks for always being so awesome and jumping in and finding the Yeah, I'm in. sure Ashley can fill in and we'll get her. To, I'll tell her she's filling in. <laughs> but go. uh, good luck with your mom. Thanks. All right. Let's uh, wrap this up. Everybody have a terrific weekend. All right. Spay and neuter gelt. I hear Chad yelling. He's having a puppy sit. I'll never do a puppy again. And I'm leaving town tomorrow, too. And he's not. <laughs> oh, God. What have I done? We're going to need this Time for the today. Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. Years and years and years ago, probably 10 or 12 years ago, we started talking. They started coming out with the naked calendars. And if I remember right, it was a couple of equestrian teams in England that started it as a charity fundraiser, and then everybody was doing it, and they're still doing it. And I got to believe that not too many people buy calendars anymore, paper calendars for the wall, but I, they probably still sell the naked ones. But here is a list uh, of the of some of the naked charity calendars of 2024. I have the link in there if you want to go in and check out the pictures. Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> do you want to tell us about the Australian firefighters calendar? Well, then I got to find the link. I didn't know you'd let me see it. Yeah, it's down there at the bottom. Uh, but do under. I want to talk about naked Australian <laughs> firefighters? Yeah, this Hells, is yes, I do. the Australian firefighters calendar. Now in its 31st year, the Australian firefighters calendar raises money for assorted charities and offers six variations with shirtless hunks posing with your animal of choice. You get animals and you get firefighters topless. Oh, so they're not naked. Most of these are not naked. Well, some are. But, you know, a lot of these, they're hiding the important bits with animals or other things. Yeah, I'm feeling like there's more women that are represented than men. And who's going to buy these calendars? Well, women. there's the Barely There Vets calendar. And these vets from down under, Australia again, uh, just can't keep their clothes on. This calendar features a collection of naked male and female New Zealanders from Massey University raising money for rural mental health support. And again... Mostly covered up. Uh, I did look at this one because I had two for research. <laughs> yeah, for show purposes. Yes, I did. <laughs> and then there's the bar calendar. This one's out of, must be England. It's for a teenager cancer trust, but it's a bunch of barmaids hiding behind the poor nozzles in appropriate places. The, the beer. The beer. What do you call things. the handles? I don't oh. know what you call those, but um, uh, they're not. They're 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 good looking. <laughs> they are good looking. They women. are good looking barmaids, and that's um, what it's the, called. It's the barmaids calendar. 
The next one is, it's called the bot ass calendar. And it basically, it's a bunch of rare naked people, but you're seeing their butts and it's raising money for prostate cancer. <laughs> That's awesome. The guy on the calendar, I'm not sure I would have picked him for the cover, to be honest. No, he's got love handles and he's fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a breast cancer calendar, which I, you know, we can't pick on that one. I think that's for a good cause. All right. So we'll, we'll go on to We've the... all been that lady in the <laughs> room with your pants on, with your shirt off, covering your nipple because you're going in for a mammogram. It's all good. It, it, this, this just looks cold. Yeah. They just look cold. <laughs> the Brixham Mermaids, a group of friends who met through Pilates and sea swimming classes. Is that a thing? Have posted, have posed to raise money to help repair the port's crumbling pool. I don't know where this is. Um, you have to visit. Uh, you, oh, you actually actually have to go there in person if you want one of these. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'll give them five bucks for their pool. <laughs> oh my god! The next one, Charlie Friday's calendar. The female staff of Devon Cafe, Charlie Fridays, have stripped off to raise money for Northern Devon against domestic abuse. Orders can be placed via email, and it's is that all flow. There, that one has a lot of tattoos. Wow. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. What is that next one? What is it called? <clears throat> County Durham Business Calendar. Inspired by local businessman Robert Defty, this is a calendar with charities yet to be confirmed. Basically, it's a, a kind of unattractive, fat, bald guy who's just got naked pictures of himself and he's not even given to charity yet. No, this is porn. This is like self-gratifying porn. Well, the next one applies to horse people. It's the Foxy Riders calendar. Back again I ride to raise in that outfit all the time. That's what I wear. <laughs> Back again to raise money for air ambulances. The rather raunchy Foxy Riders calendar oh. is once again available in color and black and white in black and white versions. You can get either one. And they are wearing very if I guarantee you horse shows would sell out across the world if you were wearing these outfits while you were riding. Of course, you'd get chafed and probably bucked <laughs> off, but it's fine. You would sell them out. Oh, the Hunks right. for Hounds calendar looks interesting for you. Oh, I'm like in the men of Dexter Jones. Bear all for cancer. Hello. Who is that? Oh, my God. A celebrity naked charity calendar, sort of. Adam Rickett is a former star of Holly Oaks and Coronation Street, who now runs an artesian beer shop in the posh town of Nutsford, along oh, with his TV presenter his wife. town is Nutsford. Nutsford. He's posed alongside regulars to raise money for testicular cancer research. Soap fans will be behind. Besides, apparently, this is a soap star in Europe. England? Or I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know, but he is fit. He is fit. Well, here's one, the Hunks for Hounds calendar. This one has been going on for 10 years, apparently, though it appears here for the first time. Money raised goes to the Philadelphia Animal Charity, and uh, the photos feature hunks and dogs together. What more where could you want? I can't see that That's one. a couple up. It's a couple okay. up from where you were. I missed. How did I miss that? Because I, I was too busy one. staring at the naked <laughs> farmer's calendar. Uh, there's, a, there's an endless amount of these calendars. They, oh, the naked farmer's calendar. Yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. Mm. Okay. 
It's back for 2024, once again in the male and female versions for whatever floats your boat. I'm not exactly sure what they are raising money for, but it's worthwhile. (laughs) The KCM waste calendar, nothing says sexy quite like waste collection. And the guys at KCM waste, it's garbage men, naked garbage men. (laughs) Oh, those are not guys I want to see naked. Some of these I don't associate the two together. Uh, na- nakedity and the charities they're raising money for. <gasps> oh Some of these God. they've done just to entertain themselves. The UK calendar girls. That's horrifying. Which one is that one? Coupled down with the, uh, the, uh, them all in their Halloween outfits. Maybe it's scary. Oh, here's another vet one. There's a lot of vets that like to get naked. Well done. Student vets of queen Queensland. Ooh. I'm going to check this one out. Yeah. These are definitely student vets. Vets Uncovered. Let's see. Oh, wow. When you go to Vets Uncovered (gasps) website, there's a lot of vets posing in this calendar. Do you know what the the Red Hat Club is, Glenn? Do you know what the Red Hat? um, It's like really old ladies that get together and they wear red hats and like purple shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're naked. Um, I mean, they're not wearing red hats, but they might as well just think that same age of woman. And, uh, this is the Waynesville calendar paying tribute to the calendar girls movie. This annual community fundraiser takes inspiration from classic movies. It's a bunch of old naked ladies right on sisters. (laughs) You can go for it. The last one, you can leave your hat on calendar. And it's all of these guys, and it's to raise money for a good cause. It's for a four-year-old with brain tumors. And it's to raise money, but it's all of these farmer dudes standing on round bales, and they're wearing cowboy boots, and the only and nothing else, holding their hats in front of you-know-what. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, most of these are for a really good cause, but so I approve buying them. Uh, horse husbands, you can buy them, too. I approve. I'm going to approve some of them. <laughs> I'm going to approve some of them, but like... Mm, I thought these would have gone away after COVID. I really expected to look this year and not find any naked calendars, and there's more than ever. There you go. I'm just really not with the the Durham business guy, the businessman who literally has like naked photos of him standing in his warehouse holding up like tools in front of his junk, like... Nobody wants to see that. Uh, can I say, though, I really approve of the student vets calendars. They're, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, they're really for a quality. Good cause. The photo, for a good the, cause. yeah, the photography is excellent. Yep. Well, that's it. There's your calendar wrap up uh, for this year. Uh, you can Google nude calendars and you'll probably get a lot more than this. Ooh, this, uh, the, this is on a website called The Reprobate. And they actually have a podcast called the Reprobate Podcast. I'm going to see. That's got to be interesting. <laughs> Making lager, rat scabies. Um. <laughs> okay. I, I just want to go home. <laughs> I am home, but I just want to go home. Can I just it's go been home? A day. It's been a week. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go. You Can have I to- just also make a plea to just, dear God, can the next horse that gets picked up? So, so they called me, this is Bob Hubbard. They called me and they're like, okay, we're going to pick up between 10 PM and midnight. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. They were like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, this is great. I'm like, it's always three to 4 AM. I was like, this is fantastic. 10 to midnight. Cool. 
They literally call me the day before. They're like, um, we've had some uh, unfortunate delays. So we are going to be to your house between 3 and 4 a.m. I was like, of course you are. You have no choice Ugh. either, do you? I mean, just, no, you know. they just come when they come. They're just stopping on the road. And so what happened was they actually got here too. So that was really nice. Thank you. <laughs> that does suck. And then you had to get up with the dog four times. Exactly. And then there's all this shit with my mom. So like she actually had a stroke and uh, it had emergency surgery. She was, my brother found her, took her in. Then they life flighted her to another hospital who could do the surgery immediately. And she was awake this morning. I did chat with her for a second. Of course, she can't talk because she was intubated and all that. But um, so I'm flying in tomorrow morning. My fly again to just continue with the no sleep thing. Like my flight leaves at 5 a.m. So I have to get Ugh. up at 2.30 to get to the airport. Ugh. You're leaving so, out of yeah. Dallas? No, I'm leaving out of Oklahoma City, okay. but connecting through Dallas. But I, I won't drive down there anymore. That airport scares me. So. It is a scary airport. The drive scares me. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I mean, for you, it's, what, about a three-hour drive. But once you get down to Dallas, the roads are a nightmare. And the airport, just the gates, everything's yeah. very confusing. It is very confusing. It's still not as bad as Toronto. <laughs> but it's, no. it's close. <laughs> That's the worst one in the world. Well, I wish you chat. the best. Are you going to be up, in, up north of me here? That's... I will be in... Probably Gainesville. So the, they, they flighted her from Palatka Hospital to the Gainesville Hospital. Uh, so I'll nice be. Hospital there, actually. Do they? Yeah, yeah. It's a college hospital. So that's right. Yeah. So <laughs> she's, she's at that one. And uh, so I'm going to get a, find a hotel and name my brother's. So going to be right up the road from us. All right. Well, come on over. Bring some flowers. All right. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, you take care and uh, have as good a trip as you can. All right. Yeah. Yeah, this shit happens when your parents start to get old. Sucks. It does suck. All right. Thanks, buddy. Congratulations. You made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now, go ride your horse.